So did you want to start off with like what I'll put at the end to like get into the movie and then I'll just edit it after or did you want to do the movie first? Um, either way, it, it truly doesn't matter to me. Truly doesn't matter to you. Truly doesn't matter. I'm truly. sorry, it, White Claw doesn't matter. Is that like a hard seltzer joke? Yeah. <laughs> is that is that what that was? Yeah. Because there's one brand called Truly and another brand called White Claw. So that's kind of the, the content that everyone can look forward to for this podcast going forward. That's kind of the I had rim sort of joke. I put it. Oh, Should I put one I, in there? I like mine better. Excuse me, sir. Can I help you? Allow the toenails. Just accept the toenails. Um, I never would have thought I would say the sentence, accept the toenails. Unless you were saying, look, you can paint everything. <laughs> except. Not that kind of except. That's a spelling joke now that we're doing. <laughs> You're welcome. Welcome to Let's Run That Back. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. We are two brothers that talk about movies as if our opinions matter. We have a pretty good episode today, you know? Normally they're complete trash, but this one is going to be pretty good, you know? On today's episode... This movie is starring Robert Downey Jr., directed by Guy Ritchie. No. Daughter. Today I will open the birthday gift Matt gave me. We'll solve a mystery with Enola Holmes. Not Sherlock Holmes. And we'll get into the spooky season with our favorite Halloween traditions and talk about what we've been checking out recently. Well, without further ado, <laughs> let's run that back. <laughs> All right, so this past week was my birthday. And so Matt gave me a present so that I could open it on the podcast and we could record it. Now, it's always a gift. I, I think I told you this on the actual day of my birthday. It's always a gift when you call me and say happy birthday, at least because of that one year mm-hmm. that you didn't call on my birthday. And to make it up to me, you said you would call me every day for the rest of the year and say happy birthday. No, for the next year. Like until yeah, your for the next, next year. Right. Not even the rest of the year. You're right. So, yeah, right. the next year to my next 365 birthday. 365 days. It's not an exaggeration. I don't remember the the like exacts of all of it, but... You did. You called me every day. I called day. you every single day to tell you happy birthday. Because some days we would actually talk to each other about stuff, but some days like you were busy, so you just call and be like, "Hey, happy birthday, see ya." Right. But like you, you did every day. You said happy birthday, mm-hmm. and yeah. I tell that to people sometimes, and I even still can't believe that it happened. <laughs> Everyone always just says that that commitment and i was like yeah i know it's scary yeah and that's why every year i hope to god you just call me on my birthday i need to start waiting until like eleven fifty-seven p.m <laughs> oh god <laughs> i just never know and then you okay call so me. then like like mom will call and be like did you call yeah. your brother happy birthday you yeah. call me please like, hey just a reminder to tell me happy birthday you're like oh okay see ya <laughs> but so, okay, already got the best gift I could get from Matt. He called me on my birthday. Now I'm sitting here with something in front of me. It's a it's an Amazon package that you attached a bow to. Yes, so that was my wrap job. Very efficient wrapping. Yep. And there's also a card here. Um, 
I'm nervous because it feels like it could be like a, a Blu-ray, and so I'm nervous that Gladiator is in here for the third time. <laughs> but what do you want me to open first, the card or the package? The card's fine. Okay. Let's see. It's a Hallmark. All right, we got a dog with googly eyes wearing overalls and a plaid shirt, and it says, Well, pick my nose and scratch my hiney. As nephews go, I'm glad you're miney. <laughs> Happy birthday. So I'm not your nephew. <laughs> so right, you got right, me a nephew right. card. It's the it's the message that it sends. And you got me an an unknown price well, to target on a gift there's card. There's a clue. It does say that it could be anywhere from fifteen dollars to five hundred dollars. So there you go. So so it's a one of those, or between there. It could be mm-hmm. $16, I guess, technically. Right, I so may have just taken it off the rack and not paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Let's see. Let's see here. What is in the package? I, I'm telling you. I'll probably be happy whether it is or isn't Gladiator on Blu-ray. <laughs> it's so much better. The only thing I know is you said you didn't get me a video game. At least that was a while ago. I don't know if you've changed that. Oh my god, this box, this bag is like impossible to... Just rip it. So... (laughs) Jesus. This is so much to explain. (laughs) It's, It's a DVD of Big Rock Candy Mountains. The Wii Which Sing is a children's, version. a children's like movie that I used to watch when I was little, like on repeat. And I don't know how many months ago it was, but I I remembered this. I think me and you may have talked about it. I don't know, but I was talking about how it's like a nightmare now. Like when you look at <laughs> yes, look at it, I know it looks like a nightmare. There's like people in in like bunny costumes and like. I don't know if they're supposed to be bears or what, and then this little girl looks like they're the she's mice. They're trying the to mice. smile, but is terrifying. Oh my god, <laughs> I never would have guessed it would be something this, like this. So, uh... It's our next movie. So, so to our audience out there, <laughs> tune in next week. <laughs> it is a tempting, tuneful treat. This... I'm going to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> just thinking about It's horrifying. Just, just remembering this exists. It's approximately 61 minutes, and I think that's 60 minutes too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. How much is on this gift card? You know what would be great mm-hmm. is if you were like, if you were like, I don't even remember <laughs> what I put on it. That's fine. I'll just use it, and then hope that it's that it's good hope that you didn't just steal it off the rack i don't know we'll see we have a we have a range know what i'll do i'll hand it to them and i'll say i've been assured that this is from 15 to 500 dollars. <laughs> it's some range in there i have been told okay i feel bad i didn't get you anything it's your birthday oh right okay yes okay well anyway moving on this uh, episode, we decided to watch Enola Holmes, which is a new film on Netflix. 
It's directed by Harry Bradbeer, written by Jack Thorne, based on the book by Nancy Springer, and it's starring Millie Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill, Sam Chaflin, Helena Bonham Carter, and others. And I believe she goes by Mildred Robert Brown. Is that what it is? <laughs> Mildred Robert Brown? That's yeah. who Millie Bobby Brown is? Yes. I think it's Brownington. <laughs> Mildred, Mildred Robert, Robert Brownington. Yes, exactly right. And I only recently learned how to say Henry Cavill because I actually saw a video of him saying his own name. Kind of like recently when I watched Gal Gadot do something, and I was like, "Oh, that T is pronounced in that oh. in that name." Before you named you you pronounce it Henry Cavill. Yes, exactly. That's right. And uh, pretty much Enola Holmes. I have like a a little. A little summary that I wrote up. Enola must find her mother when her mother vanishes on Enola's 16th birthday. And while on her quest, Enola meets Lord (laughs) Tewksbury. Is that what it was? Tewksbury. Tewksbury? Is that what it was? with a T-E-W. Tewksbury. Yes. Tewksbury. And uh, he's also on the run and is like Enola's age. So Enola decides to try to solve why someone's trying to kill Lord Tewksbury and learns that they're trying to kill him because he wants to vote on a controversial bill allowing women more voting rights. So Enola's able to solve that crime before Sherlock and find her mom and learns she writes her own history mm. and her does own she, future. Does she much. find her mom? Her mom finds her. She mm. eventually finds after, her mom. After she... Has is forced to just kind of accept that her mom is a terrorist. Exactly, which obviously seems as though it's being set up for, like, a, another movie. Like, I assume they're making this into, like, a series of movies. As long as her Could mom see that is happening? in no way, shape, or form a protagonist, I'm good. Well, no, she'll probably be the same as, as this. Like, like Enola will be She's the protagonist. Did I say she wasn't? She, C- Cody. Matt. <laughs> Although technically, she could have just been putting together a really big fireworks show back at the end of the 1800s to celebrate the uh, the vote pass. That's what the grenades and dynamite were for. Yeah, I think I saw like a fireworks canister. It mixed in with the grenades and the dynamite. Oh. Though. Oh. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? Um, I believe you watched ten minutes of it, and then later on you watched the whole rest watched of it. The rest of it. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. I really like mysteries. I like movies that leave clues and foreshadowing and um, stuff that you have to put together. So this was kind of right up my alley. Um, I'm really becoming a big fan of Mildred Robert Brownington. (laughs) Millie Bobby Brown. (laughs) For short. (laughs) I really like Henri Cavill. We always just devolve into saying people's names incorrectly. That's... That's really the backbone of this podcast. <laughs> Just saying people's names uh, incorrectly. incorrectly. But I really like Millie Robert. Jesus. <laughs> I've been saying <laughs> Millie Robert Brown all day. <laughs> yeah, don't say Matt doesn't prepare for the podcast. He came up with Millie, Millie Robert Brown <laughs> 12 hours ago and has held on to it all day. At the end of the first season, first episode of Stranger Things. Yes, it's for years. I really like Millie Bobby Brown. I really like yeah. Henry Cavill. I love 
Helena Bonham Carter. I kind of yes. wish she was in it a little bit more. I wish uh-huh. she had a little bit more to do. Um, yeah, and and I've always liked Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, as a you know as a concept and as a story. Um, the, I love the Robert Downey Jr. Um, Guy Ritchie movies. Um, the Great Mouse Detective, which is basically uh, Sherlock Holmes, was a phase when I was younger. Um, so I had a lot of fun with it. I I like the message that it sends. I, I agree with the message that it sends. I feel like at this point in time in culture, it feels like everything has to have a message, which is a little frustrating. On one hand, I get it, but on other on the other hand, like sometimes I just want to not think about everything that's going on. It is like um, every single, as far as I can remember, for the from the end of time. Obviously, this movie, in case people don't know, is more like of a like a family mystery movie. As far as I've seen, for like since the beginning of time, I guess I should be saying, family movies always have a message for okay. like okay. the kids, not, like you know. Okay, it didn't. I'm not saying it didn't need. It's got creative freedom to do whatever it wants. I right. I feel like not just this movie, but I feel like everything has a political message right now. It's not that I don't agree. It's not that I don't enjoy it. It's not that I don't think it's a good thing. It's just hard to get away from sometimes. Well, the only things thing that-, that I watch that really don't have any politically charged, you know, heavy-handed opinions are uh, WWE and. Uh, the mass singer. Well, so there you go. So you have your things that don't, and then the <laughs> other things do. But I, I will say something Kristen said, because she also watched the movie with me, and, mm-hmm. and I do agree with her, is, um, you know, you have this movie, and the story is all about how women are, like, just as smart and capable as men, and how they have, you know, the power to tell their own story, and, right. like, that's the message it's sending, where, <laughs> but pretty much all the above the line positions in the movie like from the behind the, the crew of the movie is all men essentially and so the issue there is that you know if you were trying to tell us that like i believe in this message and this is the message i'm trying to send you would think that they would at least have some women contribute to the telling of the story and I that's mean, something that that's a continually a happens pre-production but it is, but there's nothing like this is how it's been in many other movies. This isn't the only movie that it happens in. Yeah, and I'm and, not, like I said, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just saying it's coming at a time where everything has something, and I ju- I just want to watch something, a movie, a uh, scripted narrative, TV show, something that is purely entertainment and isn't trying to sway me one way or the other yeah no i i understand what you're saying obviously the p- part of this podcast is the fact that we disagree with each other sometimes and so that's obviously completely fine i respect your opinion i don't disagree um, i just want less of it no that no 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 and i what i'm saying is i disagree with you but you want that's more of fine it. i don't want more of it i don't mind it i don't think there's oh, anything wrong you. with it I think that I don't think there's you know anything wrong with it. There's, there should there's, just be another option. <laughs> there is, and it's WWE <laughs> and the Masked Singer, <laughs> and so you can watch th- these things. Have it; these things don't. I don't think it should really hinder the movie in any way. No, um, I, I and I, I I lumped that in with my opinion. 
Um, right. But I, I really, really did enjoy the movie. I thought it was really well done, really well put together. And I'll I'll agree with that, too. And I'll say, like, I guess to kind of finish off on the point I was making during all of that, I it's not to say that I don't think the movie was good either, because I liked the movie. And just like you, I love mysteries. And it was like really I really enjoyed the whole thing where she like talks to the camera and that whole thing, you know, to continue on with the message that the movie gives off. Um, hopefully in the, the sequels, if, if the sequels come and everything, they'll support the themes of the movie in the production crew as well. She's really turning out to be a really good actor. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. No, she is. And it's because we've only really seen her in Stranger Things than this, right? I was going to say, has she really been in much else? Like, I'm sure she, she was has. in. She was in Godzilla, the like sequel. Right. But, but I didn't see that, that sequel. Something that seen. <laughs> It's like an unintentional, just savage burn on Godzilla gods and monsters. Oh, I'm sorry. But, who, do, who do you know who saw that one? I, I don't know anyone. Thank you. Me, eventually. Let, let me pause you real quick. I'm sorry. Okay. So, I know we don't really address it a ton on the podcast. We want to stick to our subject matter. Um, but obviously, coronavirus is a thing. There's been uh-huh. a worldwide pandemic. A lot of people are staying home, shutting down. Um, I know you specifically are not really leaving your apartment a whole lot unless truly necessary. And that and that's been since March, right? Yeah, April, March, yeah. Okay, and it's now October. Right. Okay, so six or seven months. Yes. And still you're saying, oh, eventually I'm going to watch Godzilla? <laughs> I'll give you that one. <laughs> You've got me there. <laughs> it's on my list yeah. of things to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, but with Millie Bobby Brown, you know, yeah, she was, she's in Stranger Things. She's, she was in Godzilla, Gods and Monsters. And now she's in this. This is obviously a very different role than Eleven in Stranger Things. Where, like, yes. in Stranger Things, she's barely started, like, stringing full sentences together in, like, the, the most recent season mm-hmm. um and she's very like you know doesn't show a lot like she doesn't understand how no other spoilers. people's emotions are no spoilers <laughs> so in enola holmes you really get to see her be like a vibrant and like um excited person that like right. has she's like personality expressive. right yes and she was great like she she was she, the lead of the movie and held the movie the whole time she was great Mm-hmm. And Henry Cavill was great. Yes. And the guy who played Mycroft was good. Helena Bonham Carter was good. I'm sorry. The kid that played, what's it, what was his name? To- Lord Tewksbury. Tewksbury. He was not very good. Really? He was not very good for me. I didn't, I didn't think he was, like, you know, great or anything, because I agree with you saying, like, Millie Bobby Brown and, and Henry Cavill were great and everything. I, I, want... I didn't think he was bad, though. I never found him, like, distracting or, like, anything like that. I, I mean, I think there was some complex stuff that was asked of that, like, kid to... Um, portray? Emote, yeah, portray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I guess I knew what he was going for, so in a way he did his job. Mm-hmm. But there were some times where I was just like, oh my, like I could see him thinking his way through the scene. I see. You felt like you could, you were watching him act. Right. Yes. 
as opposed yeah. to like actually being a character. Right. Right. I I can and, see what you're saying, but I I did I don't know maybe like I didn't notice it. And I'm sorry. I want ten sequels to this movie. I really enjoyed it. I really had a lot of fun. I want yeah. Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. I like want more. Also, of that. he's so good. Like. Let's just do a spin-off of Sherlock Holmes right. as well. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're thinking about doing this spin-off. It's coming off of the Enola Holmes <laughs> Netflix movie. But it follows Henry Cavill's it character. follows the brother, the side character from <laughs> Enola Holmes. Oh, really? You want to make just a Sherlock Holmes movie? No, Mycroft. <laughs> yeah, he starts this business where he makes dog dolls out of pine cones. <laughs> I also want to point out... Since, you know, you listed down the, the, like, kind of main characters. Mycroft Holmes, I looked it up later. He is played by the guy. Now, I don't know how much you watched the Hunger Games movies, but he's played by the guy that plays the character Finnick in the Hunger Games movies. And for those of you that haven't seen the Hunger Games movies, he's, like, one of the, like, hot guys in Hunger Games, right? And so when I found one out of the many who he was... I was like, how did they make him so unattractive in this movie? Which is well, already think he was terribly... asking a lot standing next to Henry Cavill, I will say. <laughs> yeah, they're not doing him any favors. <laughs> exactly. And I don't think he was terribly unattractive, but I think he was enough of an asshole that you like hated him and he kind of became yes. a little bit... Yes, he just became more unattractive the more right. he spoke. <laughs> yeah, um, and the, uh, the guy who played the assassin... Yep. What else is he in? I feel like he's in a million things. He's in so so much. Now, I watch a a show called The Expanse, um, and that show is absolutely fantastic, but he's in The Expanse. It it shows here he's also in uh, The Dark Knight Rises as someone. That's what it is. That's what I remember. He's just got, he's got a very specific face. Yeah. I want to say the guy that plays the assassin. He's one of, um,. Marion Cotillard. I don't remember the... Oh, the, you're saying the actress. Okay, well, yeah. I can't remember the character's name, so I just... Miranda is the character's name. Yeah. So, yeah, he, but I think he's he one of the one people of that's... Her, like, Goonies. Her Marion Cotillard's yeah. character's Goonies? I think. I remember goonies? seeing him. <laughs> yeah, I think the word is goons, and I think we both just said Goonies. Well, they never say die. Uh, it, well, that's true. It's, I mean... <laughs> Spoiler alert, this guy said die in this movie. <laughs> and it was really brutal out of nowhere. <laughs> so yeah, he tried to stab her, and she was saved by her corset. Okay, wait. Because we're not heavy-handed enough. At the end of the movie, and here's a spoiler, so skip ahead like a minute if you don't want it. But when the young boy, <laughs> Tewksbury, gets shot... Did, did you expect him to have a corset 1, on? 1,000% thought I he thought was he was going to open and have the corset on. And I was going to say it made no sense because you couldn't see it. But when it was the suit of armor, I was like, yeah. okay. Because he was hiding that, it. It was right there sense. next yeah. to him. Yeah. But I thought it, I thought it was going to be foreshadowing. I 1,000% thought it was going to be the corset. And I also thought, because like the way the music was as that scene was ending. Mm-hmm. I was like, are they just not going to address the terrorist mother? Like, did we just drop that storyline? <laughs> and, and I pulled up, I paused it. I was, okay, there's 15 more minutes. Well, and they even, like, when she, like, sees, when um, Enola sees Sherlock and he 
says that he went to the same place that had all the bombs and everything. I think she says, like, did you see everything there? And he was like, yep. And then they just kind of kept going. <laughs> yeah. And then when she's I think your mom, he said something even... like, we'll never know. Like, I'm sorry, is that not the first thing you would ask your mother? But like, so, about these well, weapons. Maybe not found. the first thing. I feel like I would think she'd be like, why'd you leave me? And then, and then you know what you know what the answer would have been if she said, so what was with all those bombs? Like, are you in the military, maybe? The mom would be like, that's for the sequel, love. And then the movie would just end. You know what I realized? I think this movie was a spinoff. Of what? Because what was the physical activity for Enola's school day? What the, did she the, call the it? The archery? Mm-mm. What'd she call it? I don't remember. Fight Club. <gasps> and so you're telling me, you're telling me that Marla finally lost it mm-hmm. and thinks that she's in 1884. Correct. And that she is the mother of Sherlock Holmes. Correct. You shouldn't have brought up that that was a spinoff because you're not supposed to be talking about that anyway. No, sorry. Um, it's the first two rules. This movie did do something, and I have seen some people on like Letterboxd and Reddit also echo this sentiment, that this movie finally did something that I've always wanted to see in a movie, and it's when Enola was being held underwater by the assassin. She pretended to drown yep. so that he would let go. I was so happy I finally got to see someone do that in a movie because every time I think just act like you drowned right? and see what happens. I mean, it can't be worse than just being killed and drowned. Right. Like, right. Just see if it works. Right. And then I loved when she looked in the camera underwater and just like winked yeah. at us and like went up. That was really good. Although you ever pull your hair, your hair, you ever pull your head up out of water like that? You got enough power to headbutt somebody coming out of the water? Matt, Matt, Matt. <laughs> One realism step at a time. Yeah, you're, do- you're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> I don't even think a suit of armor would stop a bullet. <laughs> but Maybe an you know, here we are. bullet. Maybe, maybe. That's true. That's what um, the suits of armor were for. <laughs> was for the bullets? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's right, but My I don't know enough up. about the subject. <laughs> The I I the other uh, positive thing about the movie, I felt was the editing because I liked how they would like weave in those moments of her with her mom training for like different things that matched up to like how she was getting through other yeah. things. Yeah. And so like that that like fight scene where it was cutting between her and the assassin fighting and her and her really mom cool. fighting that was a really great like edit when. Mycroft takes the uh, blanket off the bed, and there's the like the doll there with the caricature of Mycroft. Yes. And he goes, Enola! And then it transitions into the train whistle. Yes. That was a good transition. It was. So, yeah, I, I, I feel like I didn't know what to expect going in. I knew I liked Millie Bobby Brown, and I knew I liked Henry Cavill. I did not even know Helena Bonham Carter was going to be in it, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's always great. Her being in things, um, and so well, I was like Hedwig. pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Spoilers for Harry Potter now. Yeah, I really liked it, and you know, with Helena Bonham Carter, I was trying to like make sense of my own thoughts recently, and I still don't think this makes any sense. But 
She is somehow always the same person in movies, but is also never recognizable to me. Like, I never am watching the movie thinking, oh, yeah, that's like Helena Bonham Spacey. Carter. Maybe. Yeah, kind of. That, it works with him, too. Like, it, the voice is the same. The mannerisms mm-hmm. are the same. But I never think, oh, that's just Helena Bonham Carter in a movie. She's mm-hmm. always the character. It's almost like the characters are Helena Bonham Carter, so it always makes sense. Yeah, I feel like it it works well when, or that specific thing works well when actors kind of stay out of the public eye. Like she got kind of go- mm. she lives outside the United States. She goes mm-hmm. out of her way to like not really be around, and the only time you ever see her pop up is in movies. So you're just always excited to see her. Well, so you know who she is, but right. you don't, like, the reason you see someone like Angelina Jolie in a movie, and you're like, well, that's Angelina Jolie, and mm-hmm. she's doing a fine job of Same with Leo to me, Leonardo DiCaprio. Exactly, yeah, great actor, but, like, he's always around, and you see him so much as Leonardo DiCaprio that you also yeah. associate him with that. No one can, you know, no one can be Nicolas Cage and disappear into their role every time, no matter what. Not everyone can be George Clooney, whose roles always get swallowed by George Clooney. (laughs) I think everyone that hires George Clooney knows exactly what they're doing in that situation. (laughs) Okay, but we've gotten way off topic. Was there anything you didn't like? Oh, wait, you already said that. I, I, again, I want to express that, like... I'm I'm cool with it. I'm good. I just it was also a little bit heavy-handed. Pretty much your issue is the heavy-handedness. Yes. Which has always it it's funny because I'm very used to like when I was in film school, mm-hmm. we like me and my um class would my class make and films. I. My oh man, see I wasn't in English school. I was in film school, Matt, okay? My class and I Foreign would film make school? films what foreign film school yeah exactly yeah. so we'd be sitting there naked in the classroom and we'd be <laughs> wa- watching each other's we'd be watching each other's films <laughs> and one thing that is very apparent in student films is lack of subtlety. any sort of subtlety <laughs> and so like when I, I feel like when I see movies and I feel like, yeah, maybe it's a little on the nose or whatever. I feel like maybe I just am thinking in my head, but it's not as on the nose as some other things I've seen. You know what I mean? I just like I said, I like movies with a lot of foreshadowing and a lot of symbolism and a lot of clues. And I, I, I know that I may be in the minority as somebody who enjoys like picking up on little details. Oh, I see. And putting them together and extrapolating information. That's why I, I, I love Devil All the Time so much, is that it didn't mm-hmm. scream at you what it was about. It it let it It off. was the opposite. So I really appreciate that, and maybe that's what bothers me more than the, the, the political chargedness of it. Exactly, right. What would you give it as a star rating, and would you recommend it? I will start. I'm not going to give it three stars. <laughs> I'm going to give it three and a half. And I would recommend it. Um, I'm also going to give it three and a half stars. Okay. I feel like this is a movie that will appeal to a large audience. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of a movie that 
kind of a movie genre that doesn't exist as much anymore. Like uh-huh. older kids movie. Right. They, that they, can be enjoyed by, was, like, adults, too. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. It can be enjo- enjoyed by adults, but, like, when I was a kid, I'm having a hard time thinking of examples, but they're... Right. Like, na- right now, there's all kids' movies, right? It's Trolls, you're talking, and it's Frozen, I feel like and it's... You're talking about, like, The Goonies and, like, E.T. and... Yes. And movies that were, like, an adventure. anymore. Yeah. I've, I was thinking that recently as well. And, and there are movies that, like, you know, the movie would be about, like, middle schoolers, right? But, like, one of them's always kind of the bad kid, and he smokes, and, like, they get, like, alcohol, and, like, they, they curse, and, like, things like that. And it's, like, it's just funny to me. You know, back in the day, kids' adventures movies, the kids would be, like, smoking. Yeah. <laughs> and, st- and so I feel like, you know, Obviously, they're like, obviously, we can't show kids smoking anymore for good reason. <laughs> but then they also took, like, everything else out. And I'm not saying Enola Holmes did that. I'm actually saying that Enola Holmes was at least more mature than other right. family it movies was, have it, been. It was a kid. It was it was a movie directed at a younger audience, we'll say, kids. But it mm-hmm. wasn't like, we got to make sure that this is captivating for toddlers. Right, yeah. And so I think you gave it you gave it a star rating and, Three and a half. would you recommend it? I would. It's funny because um as someone who has on this podcast expressed a lot of times that I love horror movies, you would expect that I also love Halloween and the spooky season that October brings along, and I do. And it's kind of funny that we are not ta- discussing or watching movies that fit into that category at all. <laughs> you would think that, like, all of October we'd be doing horror movies or something like that, and we're not. But that doesn't mean that outside of the podcast I'm not following my spooky traditions. Like, do you do anything, like, every October? Do you watch any certain movies or anything uh, like that? We watch Halloween every Halloween. Yeah. That's pretty much it we'll carve a pumpkin every now and then or you know uh, every now and then like april (laughs) you know july it's feeling kind of (laughs) nice we we carve pumpkins sometimes we don't do it every single year um i work retail so uh, you know there are a lot of times that i'll work on halloween um Mm -hmm. if i'm home i'll try and hand out candy i'm not sure what it's going to look like this year but Mm -hmm. well and are so are you and carrie are you, like, into Halloween at all, or do you guys not really care much? You like other holidays more? I definitely like other holidays more. We'll have fun with it, but right, I'm not, like, shopping and planning out my Halloween costume, you know, a month in advance yeah. or anything. Yeah, well, because I... There have been years where I've... And I do it alone because, like, no one ever wants to do this. But I'll, like, almost have, like, a Halloween movie marathon, but not, like, watching every Halloween michael myers movie i mean like watching movies that evoke halloween halloween trick-or-treat halloween town hocus pocus all of those and i love that when freeform has their like halloween movies where you can just turn on freeform literally any day any time and there's going to be a halloween movie on so i absolutely love everything that comes along with halloween and this year to be honest i haven't watched a ton of horror movies because no spoilers I'm not going to say anything about Bly Manor because I know that you haven't watched The Haunting of Bly Manor yet, but we watched that and I think it's made, it probably took a lot of the horror movie, like it took a lot of the want to watch horror. It quenched that thirst for 
for Kristen and Dylan. So, like, I would still keep watching. But I don't know if anyone else is going to want to. Um, but obviously, you haven't been watching Bly Manor. What no. have you been watching? Well, Hill House, I guess I, I would throw in. I think that's one that I'm probably going to come back to, depending on if I like Bly Manor better or not. But, you know, we'll see. 100%. I watched the second season of The Boys. I just started that. The second season, or no? I'm first? two episodes into the first season. Oh, okay, how do you like it so far? Okay, it is like mostly the first episode. I'll say more so than the second one, but still the second one. It is much darker than I expected it to be. Oh, like you have seen nothing that honestly terrifies me. Like <laughs> as someone that likes things that are dark and stuff mm-hmm. it felt like that first episode the pilot so like the one where they're setting you up for like this is the series yep felt like it was one awful thing happening after mm-hmm. another and so then you get to the end and you're like oh my god what happens from here and so the second episode wasn't as dark so i was like okay mm-hmm. like i could maybe i won't have to feel that that pit in my stomach constantly and then I just haven't had time to continue on after that. But I'm looking forward to it. it <laughs> there were some scenes in the second uh, season that were, like, oh, hard to watch. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really good. It was another one that it's got its political message and heavy-handed. and I say this all the time. That's, that's like, what m- movies are they? Like, they're a message. And so whoever, like, makes it, Okay, like, what's the message of Insidious? The message of Insidious is that you'll do anything for your family, even if it scares you. Right, that's not a political message. Right, it doesn't have to be a political. I'm saying there's that's always a I'm message. I'm saying is everything right now is political. No, it's not. WWE and the Masked Singer, you said yourself. <laughs> the Masked Singer is great. You watch this show. Ken Jong is a national treasure. Just wait until they take off the mask and it's Joe Biden. <laughs> I was watching SNL the other day and Maya Rudolph plays Kamala Harris. Yeah. And she calls him Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's funny. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Maya Rudolph does such like not just with the Kamala impression. Just everything Maya Rudolph does, I feel like she does yeah. such a good job, like finding how to say things in a funny yeah. way. But so, are you watching anything other than The Boys? I plan to watch Bly Manor soon. We watched the first episode of The Bachelorette. I I I don't have a comment on that. <laughs> I guess nothing else that's sticking out to me. What have you been watching? I watched The Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh yeah, and that we watched in like. Uh, you know, over the weekend, pretty much, like, finished it up at the beginning of the week, because it's only uh, nine episodes. Yeah, I won't ask, like, what it was like or how it was, but thumbs up or thumbs down? I would say thumbs up for okay. me. And then we'll probably eventually get to watch Hill House again, because I just loved Hill House I so Hill House. much. Yeah. And Dylan also got us watching this show, and it's an anime show called My Hero Academia, and so... Whenever he eats dinner over here, we watch that. And that's been actually much more interesting and captivating than I was ever expecting it to be. Because I've seen, you know, when I was younger, I watched like Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z and like Yu-Gi-Oh pretty much. And they were all 
shows that like yeah had like an overarching thing but it kind of was mostly episodic in a way Mm -hmm. maybe less dragon ball z i'm probably gonna get like murdered by someone for saying yeah by all of the listener (laughs) i love that all of the listener but yeah, my hero is is really captivating and great, and it's just so funny to me. Who the, is it? Like the mo- let's say again, who is it? Oh, who's my hero? <laughs> my hero Academia is just so great. You've never heard of Academia, have you? <laughs> so stupid. But yeah, it's it, if this conversation is doing anything for me, it's making me realize the lack of scary content that I'm taking in right now, and so I'm gonna have to go rethink everything after we get off of here. <laughs> I hope everyone out there is enjoying their spooky season, whether you like spooky stuff or not. As always, you can send an email to our email address, let's run that back pod at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought about Enola Holmes. Our Instagram is let's run that back. That's where we're going to post every time we upload a new episode. And so you have been listening to Let's Run That Back. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. And we're two brothers that like talking about movies as if our opinions matter. Have a good one, listener.